Okay then. That's right. You heard it here. You heard it first. It's time for another episode of American Brews and Tunes. Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity beebadow. Wow. This just so happens to be a very special episode again. This is another episode in our one-off series. Yeah, the one-off series where we talk about one album and we try one brew. Yes, one new brew. You may of have course. remembered we've done this recently with the band Pup, their album Pup. Uh, this, the dream is over, right? The dream is over. Yeah. We also did this with the Beatles, Rubber Soul. Yes. And, and now, now, what are we doing it for? Um, we are going to do it for an artist that we have grown to love. Over the past year, right? Couple years? No, year and a half? About a year, year and a half. Let's say a year. We'll say a year. Over the past year, we have grown to love this artist quite a lot. Um, his name is Jeff Rosenstock. Oh, I thought you were going to say Neff Glosenbrock. <laughs> no, silly. Oh, what are the odds that Jeff were... Rosenstock. Ah, what a name. What a name indeed. Yeah. He is a fun-loving artist. That we, uh, I, I'd heard about him before, because I, I know in 2016... I'd never heard of him before. I'd heard of him because uh, on a lot of, like, a, on uh, punknews.org and dyingscene.com, they always do, like, a, a end-of-the-year list of, of some of the best releases. Yeah. In 2016, uh, Worry by Jeff Rosenstock was on a ton oh. of top ten lists, and so I was like, it's probably good, and then I'd never listened to it. Okay. But, us being the avid concert lovers that we are, we yeah. went to the... State of Alabama. Birmingham. Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. She belongs in Greenbow, Alabama! <laughs> What's that from? Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. Uh, but we, yeah, we were in Birmingham, Alabama to see the Band. fantastic Menzingers. Yes. Uh, and Jeff Rosenstock was opening for them, and we were, uh, we were blown away. Yeah, definitely. His I, stage, bought, I bought both presence. CDs at the show. I was yeah, so blown yeah. away. His stage presence is great. His songs were great. He's got a lot of energy. He's got a lot of musicians. Yeah, true. A lot of different were, instruments. They're so good. So we, a lot of different voices I, happening. He I was great. I bought both those albums. Uh, I bought yeah, so did I. We Cool, which was his for his debut. Yep. And then his follow-up album called Worry. Yep. Which we are here to talk about today. And uh, fun Don't little... worry. <laughs> Listen to Worry. Sorry, what's your fun little... Fun little fact. He just released a new album, too. Yeah, like literally on New Year's Day a few days he ago. He was like, Happy New Year, world! Here's a new album. It's it, quite literally. He didn't he didn't announce it at all. It was a surprise. Yep. And uh, he was the night before. He was doing a crazy show with Pup. Yeah. If you I, saw that, I would have. It would have been so great. That was in uh, Brooklyn, wasn't it, or something like something that? Something like that. The band Pup tweeted next. They're like, we just played a crazy concert with with Jeff, and we drank until five in the morning, and then he went down to the lobby and released a new album. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, what the heck? <laughs> so that's uh, it's, it's awesome. a brand new album that just came out. It's called Post. Uh, I've listened to it like three times, and I like it so far. But I want to delve into it even more. Yeah, I've listened to it a couple times, but I definitely need to listen to it yeah. more as well. But we're going to be now talking about his second album, Worry. Uh, yep. But I guess a little background on Jeff Rosenstock. Uh, he he is formerly from the band 
bombed the music industry, okay. which was a, a kind of an outfit. There was a ton of different members that were in and out of the band. Laura Stevenson was a member at some point in time. Oh, really? Yeah. And she actually sings on the new album. But uh, Oh, he, nice. Uh, there was a, a very eclectic. They, it's got a weird style of music. And you can kind of see all of the styles of music that bomb the industry put together and then how that formed into what Jeff Rosenstock now plays as his solo career. Huh. And when we say solo, he still has a band backing him. He's just kind of the front man. His, they go yeah, by his, his name. Just kind of like Frank Turner. Yeah. Except so that he has and the Sleeping Souls. But yeah. Jeff Rosenstock doesn't have anything after. It's just his name. Jeff Rosenstock and the Jeff Rosenstock band. Maybe <laughs> I, there might be a name for his band. I, I don't know. It's possible, I guess. I don't know. It's possible. It's possible, yeah. <laughs> um, before we actually talk about any of the songs, I'm going to go ahead and say that all the songs are, are worth recommendation, recommending. Yeah. Uh, but if here, I could, I would recommend the whole album front to back, but we got to pick three songs. Yep, here in American Bruising Tunes, we uh, put these rules on ourselves... Of which we have to follow. Why do so, we put these rules on ourselves? I don't know. Because without a system, there is chaos! And that would be... Anarchy! Terrible! Just terrible. Maybe. Is yeah. there really actual, ever any anarchy? Truly? No, but let's not get into philosophy here that's now. A, that's a philosophical debate for another podcast. I and, believe that there is no true another, anarchy, and, though. Yeah, same here. You're always going to adhere to some type of belief Even the system. Joker's not an anarchist. Because, oh, true, you He's right. in the confines of there needs to be a Batman for there to yep, be a Joker. Exactly. There's a system. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but we're getting too into Batman now, too. But we love Batman. That's true. We also love beer, which is the other part of this what? podcast. And since this is a one-off episode, Jesse and I are both trying the same brew this yes, week instead of us each trying a new one. For the first time. Uh, this this is a, a beer I, since I just got back from, from Pittsburgh for Christmas, I picked yes. up a, a local beer, which is actually from Erie, Pennsylvania. Which is, which is pretty much local. Like an hour north. Yeah. Uh, Erie got hit with like 50-some inches of snow this yeah. week. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, it was but, crazy. But uh, the brewery is called Erie Brewing Company. What so did, obviously, you know? obviously huh. it's from Erie, PA. <laughs> I wonder if they oh. brew with water from Lake Erie. They probably not. I don't know. I hope maybe not. They, maybe isn't, Lake, isn't Lake Erie really dirty? It can be. Uh, I was up there one time, and there are certain times when they'll post like these messages for the public of which feet fish you can't eat that day because some are, are like there can be toxic levels of like mercury or some other things in the fish. Yeah, which kind of funny, but uh, yeah, actually maybe it's not funny. <laughs> what do you think about pretty it? Pretty bad when you think about it. But I, I'm not making that up. That's true. Maybe but, if they used uh, water from Lake Michigan. <clears throat> Have Maybe. You seen, have you seen Lake Michigan? No. But I, I was near Lake, it. I went to Lake Michigan once and the water's like crystal clear blue. That's very different At least than by uh, where I was. <laughs> I, it's a big lake, so I don't really know the whole the whole lake is is well kept, but But going back to this brew that we're having, surprise, yeah. surprise, it's an IPA. <laughs> wow, surprise, surprise. Uh, it's Who called Final it? Destination. I yeah. India Pale Ale. It's kind of a strange picture. And looking on the looking front. through the bottle, it's a brown bottle, but when you look through it through the light, it does look a little hazy. Yeah, it kind of does. I'm kind of curious to see if it, it actually is Looks hazy like once we pour it. There's a little bit of sediment up in the bottom, so that's always yeah. a good sign. Since we only have uh, time for one album, why do you say that we crack these and, and give them our review? Yeah, sounds good. I should probably stop staring at it in the light. We only have one bottle open at the ready, so we're just going to do yeah. a one, two, I'll open mine, then you open yours. Okay. There's mine. Perfect. <laughs> now, two. here we go. Ready? <laughs> it was very anticlimactic. <laughs> if it would have yeah. went like, <laughs> oh, 
That's why you shouldn't hold your beer bottle upside down before opening it. <laughs> Jesse literally had his beer bottle 100% upside down, and then he flipped it and then opened it, and now it's going everywhere. <laughs> Don't worry, I caught it. Yeah, you did. I caught it. I didn't get any on my pants or on Steve's rug. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I can already, I can already tell from tasting the foam that it's pretty good. It does look a little hazy. I've got mine in my glass. And granted that this is kind of a, um, a frosty glass... So it's hard to actually see into it. It definitely looks hazy. Well, mine is completely not see-through. Yeah, yours is kind of like white uh, ceramic looking almost. Yeah, except it's still glass. Yeah, but it looks ceramic. That's why I said ceramic looking. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, but it does look pretty good. I got a. Mine didn't foam up like yours, but I still have a pretty good uh, foam, well, like a heady foam think... on there. Oh, I got a little hair in there. Beard hair? Probably from my beard. Yeah. Probably that would make sense. You. But the, I mean, it looks—it doesn't look like super hazy like some of the crazy ones. I can't see through mine. If you if you take a gander at mine, it kind of—it doesn't—it's definitely not see-through, even even with the glass. No, yeah, but it's definitely not hazy like a New England. Like style. a New England, so yeah. But so what? What say you that we give the uh, the old slogan and uh, sipski and tryski? A little uh, little tryski after the clinkski and a little reviewski. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, ski. Okay, ski, Steve. Shiver be ski. Ski. All right. <laughs> ah. Ooh. Hmm. That's very nice. Huh. It's uh that's pretty interesting. I like it. It's not very aggressive, I don't think. No, it's more of a malty hop. Yes. Not the maltiest hop I've ever had by no, any no, stretch, no. but I agree with I you. I guess I guess what I'm saying it, what, what I, I'd say, to say it here? has a pungent hop flavor without having the super citrusiness or the super yeah, it's, bitterness. It's, it's less like really citrusy. middle ground, but not. It's it's not. It's like in the middle of being citrus, in the middle of being. Let's just say, it's in the middle of the country. It's not West Coast style. It's not New England style. It's. I'm gonna say that it's bold. That's bold. Yeah, it's got a good it's a good a, flavor. It's a bold hop. It's like it's a, a pun- very it's pungent. Very, it's a very firm. Hop. Would you say like a pungent hop, but not bitter, not aggressive? Yeah, it's not aggressive. Yeah. I like it though. It's pretty nice. For being so flavorful, it's very refreshing. It's piney as well. Piney, I, it's which I always piney. like. Yeah. So I would say that this is one that if you can find it, get it. It's pretty darn good. I I, I will have this again, and that's a good thing because I bought a six pack. Yeah. So um, and of course maybe it won't be my final destination. And of, <laughs> <laughs> maybe the uh, the last bottle will be your final destination. Yeah. Final destination of that six pack anyway. Like that movie where everyone dies. Oh man. But then watched... it turns out that the whole thing was a premonition and I can prevent it. Only to die later in the movie. Yeah. I watched that movie when I was a little child and Me my, too. My, my my mom was like, Why are you watching this, Jesse? I watched it over at a friend's house and then it scarred me. Oh, I had it did? to watch little kids' movies afterwards. So I was so <laughs> startled. <laughs> I'm so startled. I am startled by the picture on this. It's Is like it a, a, a lady angel? Well with a I think she... Does she have a skull for a head? I think she's wearing... She's wearing like a Viking helmet. Yeah, she's got like some type of Viking helmet, but she definitely has she's angel, like, angel wings. All right, here's and what she, she has is. she has a scythe or a sickle. What is that? She's a... That's a... Crap. Yeah, that's scythe a scythe or a sickle. Sickle? That's a sickle. No, yeah. That's a, uh, whatever. One of those things the that... The Grim Reaper's a, weapon. Yeah, she has the Grim Reaper's weapon. Um, if I'll describe this picture to all of you real quick. Um, she's basically a mix between a Valkyrie and the Grim Reaper. A grim Valkyrie of of uh, a Val Creeper, a Val Creeper, <laughs> a gr- a grill a grill a, a grim Val grim Val Val Creepery Val a grim Val Creeper. 
Val Creepery. A Val Creeper. That way you have all the words in together. Grim Val Grim Creepery. Val Creepery. All right, we have discovered a new species. Grim Val Creepery. And we'll Grim obviously Val we'll post Creepery. in the logo for this podcast, you'll see the actual artwork for this. So you can you can look at this Grim Val Creepery for yourself. Yeah. <sighs> scary stuff. Am it I is. right? But the beer is not scary. The beer yeah. is nice. Anyone want to know what else isn't scary? Well, actually, this album is a little bit worrying. But Yeah, you may not be scared, but you might be worried because it's Jeff Rosenstock Worry. Yeah. Shall we delve in? Let's delve in. Let's Steve. delve in. Uh, like we do on most podcasts, we're just going to go track by track. If we don't have, if we're not recommending that track, we'll just kind of gloss over it. If we are recommending, we'll talk about it more in depth. Let's also talk about, let's first talk about the album cover. It looks like it's from a wedding, a I black think, and white picture. I think it has a lot to do with what the album is about. The, the album's more like, a, I'd say thematically, a lot of internal stuff. Yeah. Uh, this guy tried to come to terms with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I think that's kind of why it's. It looks like it's at a wedding. Everybody has blurred faces except for this except one guy in the, guy middle. in the middle who's like super, he's super happy. excited and looks like he's dancing, but nobody else wants to have anything to do with it. I think he has arrows tattooed on his fingers too. He might. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> um. Anyway, but I think that kind of definitely encapsulates it because a lot of what this album is about is about how you deal with people around you, and about how you hold yourself around people. I guess. And about life and the you know what your purpose is in it basically. Um, deep. So, uh, yeah, I think it is pretty deep. Um, yeah, but it's it's real. I think it's uh, like we said earlier. If we could recommend any song, every single song on the album, we definitely would. We would. Yeah, uh, I think this album's meant to be listened to front to back, and we'll get yes. into that in a little bit later. For why? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> well, we for another reason, why? Yeah. Uh, but I start at the beginning. There's a song called "We Begged to Explode," and it's the uh, number, number two. two. Yes. I did not recommend this song. I did. It's a great song. It is. Obviously, like Obviously, all of them, but I didn't recommend it. Like we have said about the whole album. Uh, song number two. Pash Rash. Pash Rash. Whatever that means. I don't really know either. I like the start. It starts off acoustic and then the drums come in and it gets really heavy yeah. and fun. I've been doing this for half my years. I've been mouthing off in bars. Exactly. Fan the dame, the self-respect. Fan the shit. Yeah. I just had a nice little belch, and this gives me really nice hop burps. Sorry Ooh. for the sidetrack, but... Uh, That's all right. Um, yeah, I didn't recommend Pash Rash, but I really like it, obviously. Hop burps are... Fantastic. I did a thumbs up there. They're way better than <laughs> pop burps, in my opinion. Pop burps? Or as, as everyone else would say, soda burps. Some people say soda pop burps. Some people don't know or what they're talking burps. about, though. Those people don't know what they're talking about. It's pop burps. It's true. Um, shall we go to song number three? Yeah. The festival song, which I recommend. I recommended it as well. I recommend. Oh, 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 this song has a lot to do, it's a little bit less internalized, more about, like, corporations and, like, the corporate, like, the corporateness of music, the music industry almost? Yeah, I could see that. Because uh, he's talking about, like, um, oh, they wouldn't be your friend if you didn't have something, if, if, if you, uh, you weren't worth something, if you didn't have yeah. something they could take. Yeah. Uh, and it's talking about, like, I think the music industry creating you to, to get your money. Yeah. And it's I called mean, festival song, you know, like, going yeah. to a music festival. Right, yeah. And they talk about wearing um, 
sweatshop denim jackets. Yeah. Everyone's wearing the latest trend, even though it's a, a cheap buck or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's Someone's just... selling it for, right. for more. Right. So I, I think that's a lot of what this, this song has to do with. Yeah. Do you have any more input on what it has to do with? Um, I mean, I think that's kind of what it has to do with. That's definitely what it means. Um, but just the instrumentation and the music is really good, too. The instrumentation is super awesome and like yeah. it's really happy sounding. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part is the after the second chorus when he goes the didn't have something they could take hey 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 and in the second verse yeah in the background you hear a keyboard playing yeah. that same line so he's singing his, his normal verse melody and you just hear this keyboard coming in the background I remember the, the first time I heard that I was like Oh my god! Yeah, so just like small little things like that are what make Jeff Rosenstock awesome. This song's an anthem, though. It is. It's a. It's a fan. Just a fantastic song. It really is. I would play this like, at a festival. <laughs> if uh, if um, if someone was like, "Do you have any recommend recommendations for new bands, Jesse?" I'd be like, "Have you heard of Jeff Rosenstock?" And they'd be like, "Oh, I probably haven't." Or maybe they'd say, "Yes, I have. He's he's great." But if they were like, I've never heard of him before, what should I listen to? I'd recommend this song. Nice. Oh, I mean, that makes sense. When I was back in Pittsburgh, I, bur- I burnt one of my buddies uh, a bunch of CDs. My buddy Jason. Yeah. Uh, I burned like five CDs. I went overboard. But I gave him <laughs> Jeff Rosenstock this album, Worry. Nice. And he lo- he's looking through the CDs and says, I'm really worried about this album. And I was like, uh-oh, what album? He's like, Jeff Rosenstock. I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> Silly. Silly. Uh, song number Silly. four? Or do you have anything else to say about No, that's it. Song number four is called... Staring out the window of your old apartment. That's right. That is what that's called. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he slows it down big time with this song. But it's, it's still really catchy. It's, it's very, very good, yeah. And that almost kind of captures the same, like, very, very introspective look on your past. And, like, remembering who you once were and how you've grown. Or maybe how you pine for the way things were, maybe. I guess, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Which makes sense. A lot, a lot of introspective. Yeah. Thinking of the past and, and how things were. Yeah, it's just super good. Yeah. Song anyway, number five. Re- yeah, tra- song number five was called "Wave Goodnight to Me," and I recommended it. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, super good. It's a very good song. What, what do you have to say um, about this one? I love the guitar part. The it, it reminds me of a surfy guitar yeah. rock and the the tone of the guitar. Yeah, I love the the tone of the guitar after it goes and then it plays the chorus like. I think it's such a great a, tone. Such a great tone. And then the chorus is just super catchy. When it all fell down, <laughs> it should have been prepared. <laughs> the last four years, yelling, come on, come on, come on, get out of here. And they repeat that line a lot. Yeah. It's so catchy. Man, I wish I could recommend this whole album. I wish it didn't hurt. I wish it didn't care. Like he sings that melody line and then a small, like a, is it a some type of, mallet instrument like a it might be like, like a xylophone, xylophone or that's what something like that or a clean guitar it sounds like that he he sings this melody line and then the let's just say it's a xylophone repeats yeah. that same line really yeah. it's really cool and useful and nice great song yeah just that's also just well it's so hard because like that's i think that track stands out to me though because of the like the tone part. the tone of the guitar yeah uh, it makes sense and because the melody obviously yeah. but Number six? Yeah, song number six. To be a ghost? To be a ghost. I don't think either of us recommended this, but... Honorable mention. It, it, I'd say honorable mention, because it talks about how we kind of are 
apathetic from the internet almost because of the internet yeah yeah like people can like see all these crazy things happening and not really care yeah like yeah. He, he talks about um how nobody like one of the lines is nobody's gonna pay attention to you unless you become like a hashtag, hashtag or, or a meme. meme yeah yeah relevant and, for today eh? yeah definitely relevant for yeah. today and and it, it definitely brings to light some uh troubling things that the internet has caused yeah you know it's a good song i wish i could recommend it but cannot do same Song number seven is called Pietro, Yay, 60 Pietro. years old. 16 years old. And will you wait for me? This song segues into the next. If they were one song, I would recommend it. But since they're not, I'm not going to re- recommend Pietro, 60 years old. And instead, oh. I'm going to recommend the next song. Oh, same Track here. number eight. I did something weird last night. Yep, this I, might be my favorite song on the entire album. I recommended that song too. It's it might so be my good. favorite Jeff Rosenstock song in yeah, general. Yeah, it's just super good. Uh, it's just... It's so good. From that opening guitar line, I arrived drenched in morning light. It's just, it's so crazy. It's about getting drunk and meeting some girl, making out with them, and like having the time of your life and like feeling a real connection. And then having well, the next some... day and wondering if it's going to be the same. Like, are you still going to feel the same? Yeah. Are, are we going to have a relationship in the morning? Like if I see you, like what's gonna happen? But it's it just, seems it seems like it's a doesn't he say I did something weird last night? I made out in the van with the girl I like. So he so obviously he, he liked her before, right? Yeah, but but they didn't do anything until he yeah, until got they, drunk and they made got out with drunk her. Yeah. and made out. Um, and if you see you soon, will you wanna see me, or will you just wanna walk slink, slink, slink away? Did I kiss you hard? Like some, like we're in some terrible movie. Yeah. I hope that you feel the same. I hope that you feel the same. Yeah, and it's just um, we didn't get the lyrics right. I think they ch- actually no, changed. No, yeah, from they course definitely did change. But it's it's a song about like liking someone and then like it having gets, that it gets connection. Propelled, it gets propelled forward and then not knowing where you stand next. Yeah, and then not knowing where you stand next and that like wor- the worry about that. <laughs> yeah, worry. But oh gosh, darn it's so catchy. Called darn it. Girl, darn it, Cage. It makes me want to just, like, click my heels. It's so it catchy. It makes me want to shout! Throw my hands up and shout! Hey, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, that's, uh, that's the song. Like you said, you'd recommend Festival Song. This is the one I'd you recommend. you recommend that one? <sighs> yeah. Maybe both. I don't know. It's too hard. There's, it's so difficult. I'd recommend this whole album further back, but... Yeah. Um... I, I did something weird last night. Uh, probably my favorite Jeff Rosenstock song. Yeah. Uh, definitely on this album, if not all, all time. I Yeah, I agree. Um, on to song number nine, and th- here's the this reason why I say you should listen to this album front to back. Yeah. From here on, every song segues into the next, very similar to the latter half, or the B-side of The Beatles' Abbey Road. Yeah. Every song, like, you think it's one big song, but no, it's like eight songs. Yeah, exactly. Just eight small songs put together. Yeah. Uh, but each song, I think, is, is strong enough to stand on its own, but it's just so cool to hear it back to back to back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, starting on song number nine, which is called Blast, Blast Damage, Damage Days. Days. Uh, what do you think about this one? I didn't write anything down about it, but like we said before, all of the, these songs are good. Yeah. so They really are. Uh, song number 10 is Bang on the Door, which is a, a faster song. Bang on the door. Bang, bang on the door. It's really, really fast. Um, and next you go, song. It, tr- it segues into the next song, which is Rainbow, which is a ska Rainbow. song. Yes. It's a really fun, awesome ska song. Yeah. Uh, but we don't recommend it, so. No. <laughs> Uh, which goes into a last. which goes into a next song, which is Planet Luxury, which is a super very, fast, very and heavy song. Cool song. Starts off with those police sirens, and it gets really fast, really yeah. quick. Uh, but we don't recommend it. So on to song number thirteen, which is Hellhole. 
which they slow it down. And it, I like how it goes from the last song, which was super fast, and the segue comes into this little guitar line. We don't want to live inside a hell hole. Uh, it's a super catchy song. Give our money to some poop and poop head. <laughs> that's our that's our substitute word for curses. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Rosenstock likes to curse, so if you're offended by curses, yeah, don't listen. Don't listen then. Uh, just listen anyways and see if you can get past it. Actually, that's what yeah, I would say. Yeah, true. Because I don't I don't really think it's that bad. I've heard way worse. Um, that's very true. I'll I, say I'll say his his curses don't seem unwarranted. Yeah, he uses them um, appropriately. I'd say properly. Yeah, I've heard people who just use them for the sake of using them, and it. it if, when, when curses become commonplace, they lose their sting. True. I, I like curse because, words to have a because sting. Because sometimes there's no other appropriate word for the way you're feeling. Yeah. Other than to curse. Yeah. Like when you stub your toe, especially your little baby pinky toe, oh, on a door. Ouchies. You have to say, goodness me, ouchie pants. Ouchie <laughs> pants. <laughs> Go learn it, Cage. God darn it, my little baby pinky toes crying tears. <laughs> Holy flipping flowers. <laughs> Holy flipping flowers. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, Holy we... flatulence. <laughs> or you can just go... <laughs> <laughs> but I can't do that on you command. You <laughs> uh, Anyways, back to the album. We grest there. Oh, we curse grest. Uh, uh, moving on from 13, which is called Hellhole, on to song number 14, which is called June 21st. Mm-hmm. Another great song, but I don't recommend it. Same here. Uh, but obviously, you'll listen. have to listen for yourself. I don't have much to say about that. So moving on to the next segue song, which is number fifteen, "The Fuzz." Fuzz. Uh, I think it's because nice change of pace. Yeah. From all the past uh, segue songs, it, it really changes it up. But I don't recommend it. On to song number sixteen. Well, while you're alive, I recommend that one. Hold, hold your, hold your horses. I'm holding the horses. Do you? Back to track number six. It's called To Be a Ghost, then dot, dot, dot. Uh-huh. And then track number 16 is dot, 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 while, while you're, you're alive. alive. To be a ghost while you're alive. Are they connected? They could be. I don't know. I don't know why he would only do the asterisk for those two songs and no other ones. I know that there is a, the, the title, while you're alive, there is a, a, a phrase right before where they say while you're alive that it's connected to. There's got, there's got to be. There a could reason. be a connection, but right. I mean, there has to be, right? The first line is "When you're a ghost," right? When you're a ghost, maybe mm. that's the connection. Um, it's talking about how when you're dead, that's when people give you the kind words. That's when people really are nice, and they, they, they say all these things and tell you how they feel. Yeah. And, and so he's like, "I want to let you know well, while you're alive." While you're alive, yeah. Yeah. So it's because I'll be. Uh, what is it? I want to let you know while you're alive. Cause I'll be a disaster when you die. Da, 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 da. So it's just I, I really like that idea of of not waiting until people are dead to to let give them, them know how you feel. Yeah, yeah. it's a, a nice thing to do. Or not waiting until you're dead to let people know how you feel. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a really cool and it's it's a catchy song. Like all of the songs, there's no skippers for me. Duh. Like even on uh, Jeff Rosenstock's previous album, we cool. There's one song I skipped the sweater song. Ugly sweater, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I like the chorus in that song, but not, I do too, not but the, too big of a fan of the verses. The rest of it I, I skip. But uh, this song's phenomenal front to back, which brings us to our last song, number 17, Perfect Sound Whatever. Perfect Sound Whatever. Another great song, as per usual, on this album. Yep. Um, and my favorite part is the 
It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's just like it a chant. It doesn't exist. It's just so catchy. Like this, this so album the is... perfect sound doesn't exist. Maybe. Yeah, whatever. Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, clever, clever, clever. Uh, man, clever, this, Steven. I I just really like pop, like pop melodies, and I think this this album has yeah, great like, pop melodies, great hooks. But like his pop melodies are so different than like pop melodies, you know. Um, I'd say he's his timbre. Timbre is different. I'd say the timbre and the style of music is different than and the that's pop what melodies. Makes it better, I think. but the melody itself, I, I bet you. If, yeah, it's true. Like they're they're, just, they're very if you just pleasant took melodies. Mel- if and you just took the melodies and compared them to a lot of pop hits, people would love these melodies. I, yeah, I, if it wasn't so like in in a genre that's not mainstream or that popular. Yeah, uh, it, it obviously is popular, but it's not the the main. Uh, popular not, music stream. It's not top 40 genre yeah. it, like if, if stuff. If that was, he would be a champion of the, the, the scene right now. Yeah. Um, he would be on top of the, the music industry. He would industry. be top dog. He would be. He would tef, top, be top Rosen dog. He'd be a top Rosen dog stock. Dog stock. His stock would rise. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it was actually a good dad joke. I'll give you that. It was pretty bad. It was pretty good. Because I only thought of it after I heard his last name again. <laughs> That's okay. You have to think of it at some point in time. So what do you... Yes. Should we give a rating for this album? Uh, 4.95 out of 5. I'll give it 5 out of 5. You can't give an album a perfect score. I can. Okay. Why can't I? You've said it before on previous podcasts. I'm very... I, did I say that? Yeah. Well, I... You're like, I can never give an album a perfect rating. I, I, I might have said that before while I was being an idiot. Um, I, could <laughs> give, I could give an album like a perfect rating like I do with every Blink-182 album. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm very hard-pressed to ever give a album a perfect rating, but I think I would give this one because the replay factor, front to back, yeah. is so high. That's true. Not only that, but I could listen to any song by itself and be happy. Um, I, I I like the song enough to have it on CD and vinyl. Yeah. Um, I played I played this this song in my car over and over again for album. like a month. Oh, same. I, I still come back to it regularly. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes when I have an album that I really like, like after a few months of not listening to it, I'll come back to it and I can listen to it maybe once or twice and then I'll have to put it away. This one I could probably bring it back out and put it in my car for a week straight. Yeah. It's it's that easily. Good. It's so catchy. Uh, I I just I think it's phenomenal. Definitely makes me want to delve into Post more, his newest album. Yes. And I actually, I, uh, today, uh, in preparation, I, when I listen to this album a bunch of times, I listened to Bomb the Music Industry, his former band, a whole bunch. Oh, really? They're, they're, got some really good stuff in there. Really? Yeah. He was their main songwriter, frontman. <clears throat> so they're definitely worth checking out. And um, a little bit more about him, he started a record label that he calls Quote Unquote Records. Oh, really? And if you look it up, you can literally download his entire back catalog for free. For free. Yeah. Uh, and that's all of Jeff Rosenstock's solo stuff. You can go on his band camp and download it for free. That's his thing. He, he, he never yeah. wants to exclude anyone or make it impossible to get his music. There's a, like on, on his band camp, there's a name your own price option. So you can, yeah. you can throw him a few bucks. I, I'd always say buy a, a physical or if you're going to buy digital, throw yeah. some money at him. Just yeah. because I, I, I believe in, in, in the art and I think it's great to, to do it. But if you don't want to, it's still there. And I think it's really cool that he does that yeah, for, for, for sure. being like as big as he is. For sure, yeah. yeah. If Blink-Away 2 did a name your price album, that would be crazy. 
Obviously, Blink-182 is in another like, league, but... People would be like, zero. Yeah, but... Uh, Quote-unquote records, look them up. Look up Bomb the Music Industry. Look up Jeff Rosenstock's catalog. It's, it's definitely worth your time. Do yourself a favor. If you don't like it... Um, you must be crazy. I don't feel bad for making you listen to it because I feel pretty good that you'll like it. If you don't like it, you must be a little bit crazy. Sorry if you don't like it, but... At least a tiny bit crazy. Everybody's entitled to their own taste. Like, There's got to be some people who don't like it. True, true. I'm sure, yeah. Maybe they're not crazy. They're just not us. But... but, (laughs) Maybe they're not crazy. I definitely listen to music where I... I, It's not the most accessible, and I know it's not going to be like a huge hit in the mainstream, but this is not one of those. Because I feel like if if people give it the time of day, they will like it. Yeah, I really think so as well. Even your top 40 listener, I think, would like this. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Even if it's just like on the background or something like that. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, wow, what's this? What huh. is this? this oh, is oh, my, what's it's this? So... Ha ha. Wow, what is this crazy music at the gym? While this I is at the gym. This isn't the top 40 track that I listened to for the billboards. Wow, this, this isn't a drink, <laughs> but it's good. Oh, my gosh, I can work out to stuff that's not from the top 40. <laughs> oh, my goodness, this is great. <laughs> Debra. What was... Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, you were trying to do Debra. Marijuana. De- oh, Debra. Oh, no. no. We're doing that uh, for Debra, Hollywood. have you heard this band? Oh, no. Debra, no. Oh, no. Debra. <laughs> Shout out to Hollywood Babylon, Kevin and Ralph. Sorry <laughs> yeah. for taking your little bit, but that's fine. Um, oh, anyways, I think, I think we've uh, talked about that album enough. Uh, do you want to yeah. give the last reflection on the beer? Uh, yes, let's do that. Um... It's good. It's very good. Yeah, I would have it this. Has, it has stayed the same for me. Uh, if I saw, good. yeah, it's still very good. If I saw an Erie um, Brewing Company beer at a store or at a bar down here, which I don't think it's going to happen because I, they don't distribute down here, I would get something else from them. I, th- I think they're they're pretty good from from this little tidbit. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, so uh, obviously, we're gonna have more of these uh, one-offs. That's our plan is to yep. release them every other week. So you'll be hearing more of these. And like yeah, we said and- before. If you have a recommendation for a specific album? True, yes. Let us know. We'd be happy to do it. Even if it's one we, we're not familiar with, we, we'll do a one Whoever, Whoever it is, whoever it is, whoever wants to recommend something, if you're listening to this and you just email us at um, podcast at gmail.com. That's what it is, right? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or you can follow us on Instagram at American Brews and Tunes. And or send at us Twitter at American Brews and Tunes. Yeah. Or Facebook at American Prison Dudes. <laughs> and send us a DM on any of those. Yeah, if just you send want, us something. If you have an album that you truly, that you love and that you think other people would love and you want people to also hear it, recommend it to us and we'll listen to it. Yeah, we'd be happy to do that. And we'll give it the time of day. We'll give it the time of day. We'll give it the time. The time of time, time of day. Time of, what? Time, time of day. Time of time of time of day. Time of time of day. Oh, I go for something. I had tacos for lunch today. From where? Um, from a gas station. Like a like the actual the, gas station the, or the, truck the, outside the, the, the gas Laredo, station. The Laredo something or other. Was that on Eighth? No, it was somewhere Laredo. else. But was it on Broadway? No, because I saw that one. I, you know, I've, heard, I've seen that one before. It was, was it good. They were actually pretty good. I've been curious about that. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't bad. Yeah. Anyway, enough about <laughs> enough about Laredo enough tacos. About, enough about lunch. Let's, let's give and the last whatnot. sip and sign off. Sounds good. Whoa. (laughs) Delicious. Ah. Once again, my name is Steven Johnston. And my name is Jesse.
Titus. <laughs> and this is American Brews and Tunes telling you that, oh, they wouldn't be your friend if you weren't worth something. They wouldn't be your friend. Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity be.